What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic traits, said toxic people, all the other good stuff, y'all. Today's episode is going to be, what is going on inside the mind of a narcissist? when they are raging or angry at you. Oof. Narcissistic toxic rage, one of the, the most common, I guess, popular terms that you will hear um, in the narcissistic toxic abuse community and things of that nature. Narcissistic people, toxic people. That's just how it goes, y'all. Narcissistic rage, when the eyes go black. I hear that a lot, y'all. I'm gonna do a video about the, um, tomorrow's video, it's going to be about the eyes going black and them log, kind of logging out and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, like I'm tomorrow we'll be talking about uh, psychotic breaks. But today, narcissistic rage, which can which can lead those to a psychotic break. But nar- what is going on inside the mind of a narcissist when we are raging out? So typically, my therapist said when you rage out, there is a need not being met. She's like, whenever there's a need not being met within yourself that you don't know you and you don't know how to get it met, you go into rage. Like if you are trying to convey some emotions or whatever, you, you when you stifle a lot of emotions, they are to come out sooner or later as rage. No matter what the original emotion was, you could have been stifling some happiness. But if you put it in a bottle, like if you bottle it up, it's going to die. And when emotions die, they come out, they, they, they are rebirth. They are reincarnated. They are rebirth, uh, as rage. Like if you have a happy or good emotion that you put into this bottle right here and you suffocate that emotion, emotions need air, emotions need to breathe. But if you put it in here, you put the top on it and you tie it up really tight, there's no air in there. So the emotion dies. And when you open it up, guess what comes out? The spirit of the original emotion. So rage comes out. The, the dead emotion. Nobody's here. When people say rage is a secondary emotion, that's what they mean. It's a secondary emotion. It's covering up something. It's in, it's in place of something. So when a narcissist has a need that's not getting met or is stifling all their feelings, it's going to come out as rage. And in the mind of a narcissist when they're raging out is that they are in attack mode. They are in defense mode. Defense or attack mode. Both. You know, they could be playing offense. Narcissistic rage could be offensive and could be defensive. For me, most of the times, it is defensive. You know, in my mind, when I'm raging out on somebody, when I'm yelling and screaming or whatever, which I don't do too much. I don't do that too much anymore, y'all. I'm, I'm actually, that's one of the most thing, the things that I'm most proud of myself is the fact that I don't, I don't rage out as much. You know what I mean? The fact that I don't, ra- the fact that I'm most proud of myself, I, I don't rage. I really don't. You know, I, I, I can feel it coming, and I can just, you know. What need is not being met within myself? I ask myself, what am I, what am I really angry at? When you're dealing with an unaware narcissist, they don't care what they're really angry at. They want to harm you or emotionally harm you, you know, emotional violence. You know, narcissistic rage doesn't always end up being the physical stuff. They want to, in, the, in my mind, when I'm raging, I want to inflict as much, as much emotional harm and fear on the person that I'm dealing with. So their goal, a lot of times narcissistic people's goal is going to be to inflict that emotional harm. I call it emotional violence. They're being emotionally violent to you. They're being verbally violent to you. You know, emotional and verbal violence, mentally violent to you. They don't have to touch you to hurt you. Because when they're raging out, the, the, the gloves come off. It's like, you know, in my mind, it's like I take a back seat to what's going on. 
like in my, in my mind, I'm closing my eyes right here, y'all. I, I go, I can kind of go into my mind and describe it better. So in my mind, when I'm raging, it's kind of like I'm present, y'all. I'm literally present. I can feel it coming. Even before I was aware of narcissists, I could feel the rage coming. And I would do something. I would, I would try to offset it. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, let me calm myself down. But, but if the person I was dealing with wouldn't allow me to calm down, or they, they were, you know, being overly aggressive towards me or just being overly angry towards me, or which wouldn't allow me the chance to calm myself down, then it's just like, okay, I got to defend myself. Boom, explosion. Boom, trigger. And when I'm triggered, it's just like, it's kind of like, me right now. I, I always. This is how I describe narcissistic people, y'all. There are two two people inside a narcissist's mind. It's kind of like flying an airplane. There's a pilot and there's a co-pilot, right? So, the, I'm the pilot right now. The person talking to you right now is the pilot. Always in the co-pilot seat is the always in the co-pilot seat is the narcissistic um, is the narcissistic side of me. The narcissist, the personality disorder. You know, my normal personality is in the per, in the in the driver's seat is in the pilot seat. The disordered part is in the co-pilot seat. So when the narcissistic rage happens, it's kind of like the pilot, me, gets up and go, goes and get, gets in the co-pilot seat. And then the narcissistic part of me sits in the policy and drives the plane. I'm conscious during this rage. I can see myself doing it. I can see myself saying what I'm saying. I can actually, I, I see it. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of wigging out. You know, I'm yelling, I'm screaming, I'm doing whatever it takes because I'm, I'm, I've reached the point where I can't defend myself with my, with normal words or normal actions. So I need to beat on my chest and yell and scream or whatever to distract, to defend, to deflect or whatever. But I'm super conscious of it. It's like my body is still going. My mind is still going. But I just, I'm, I'm not in control of it. You know what I mean? I have my, I have like, like, like an airplane. I have, I have controls over here, but the pilot, the, you know, the pilot is in more control than I am. You see what I'm saying? I have my controls over here. The, the pilot has those over here and I, I can't control it. It's kind of like a driver's ed car. I can take the wheel back if I need to, but I can't do anything about it. So the, the narcissistic part of me is in control. It's just yelling and screaming in defense. It's, it's felt like it's defending me. You know, whatever it is, even though it's a lot of times the rage seems irrational when a narcissistic person is yelling and screaming at you, it's irrational stuff that they're saying. You know, they might be, they might have a, a level, I talked to a woman the other day, they might have a level 10 reaction to a level three accusation or a level three observation or a level three, level two something. You know, 10 reaction. They're yelling and screaming at you for something minute, something small. Because no matter what it is, y'all, it all, uh, it's, it's all bringing shame. To a narcissist and the narcissistic rage is typically for me a defense against the shame you know is either i'm stifling emotions or i'm in defense against the shame so the best way to fight off shame is to yell and scream sometimes you know is to say hurtful things to somebody to call because you're causing me pain by making me face the shame i need to call you it cause you emotional pain as well you see and I know a lot of people ask me the question, like, do narcissists actually mean the stuff that they say when they're raging out on you? Yeah, they absolutely mean it. The point of narcissistic rage a lot of times is to, in, like, it's in defense, but it's to inflict pain upon you, emotional pain upon you. So they're going to say hurtful, evil stuff when they're raging out on you. When they're raging out on you. Does, do they mean it? Yeah. But does it make it true? No, it doesn't make it true. Just because they say something to you in a mean way doesn't make it true, y'all. 
That's what I tell people all the time. Like, there's a, you know, just because they said they say something mean to you does not make it true at all. So you have to empower yourself. You have to be as safe as possible when you're dealing with it. Don't engage with them, y'all, because the more you engage with them, it's kind of like the more fuel you put in their, the, their airplane while the co-pilot is driving, the narcissistic, toxic co-pilot. You know, they'll say horrible, mean stuff to you to try to hurt your feelings because they feel like you hurt their feelings. You know, you're bringing shame to them. They're in defense of something. Like, they'll rage, like, narcissistic people will rage out on you. Even if they you've done they've done something to you, like they might cheat on you or put their hands on you or something like that. You might try to hold them accountable for that or get them to apologize. And instead of apologizing or trying to be held accountable, they'll start yelling and screaming at you. They'll start raging out on you. They'll start being angry and like I said, beating on their chest and doing doing everything they can to avoid that shame. They don't want to sit in the shame, so they do everything that they can to actually avoid it, to get past it, to do things like that. So you have to be you have to prepare yourself for that. Don't engage with the narcissistic person, y'all. Because their rage is a whole different monster. You know, their rage is a whole different monster. And they're yelling and screaming and stuff like that. And when it, when it, when it, when it subsides, y'all, this is the thing about it right here. When the rage subsides and the, the pilots switch seats, like the narcissistic pilot, the narcissistic side goes back to the co-pilot. And then the regular, regular side or whatever goes back to driving a the plane. There's a lot of shame and embarrassment that goes on from that narcissistic person sometimes you know they'll be shamed they'll be ashamed and embarrassed that they said and did a lot of stuff that they did during that moment doesn't make it okay it's not an excuse but a lot of shame does come from that you know they because the pilot feel like i wasn't i wasn't in control of my senses i wasn't in control the co-pilot was you know it wasn't me i didn't mean that anyway I'm, and now I have to defend myself again you see what I'm saying I have to defend myself against a moment where I, I was not in control so that's why right right now the best thing for me is just working on my control mechanism y'all working on it working on actually working on the things that help control me working on the things that help empower me working on the things that keep me safe working on the things that keep me mentally and emotionally in a safe place so I don't get to that point where I feel like I need to defend myself not doing things they are worth defending myself against treating my wife and kids good. So I don't have to hear about it later on in a, in a negative, in a negative way that hurts my feelings or makes me question my worth or my value or anything to do with the kids. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, that's why if it, if you're a narcissist, I know I got a, a few people who, um, are, cause think that they are narcissists or toxic people. That's why I, that's how I subside my rage is by dealing with this stuff before it gets to that point. You have to be vulnerable and honest and open with yourself and be willing to be working on yourself so you don't have to face the face the shame of the rage later on. So you don't have to get to the rage point. You don't have to get to the point where you're yelling and screaming at somebody. You don't have to get to the point where you're beating on your chest, throwing stuff around. You don't have to get to that point. Handle it before it gets there. Because that's what I have to do, y'all. Even though it hurts and it sucks, I would rather have a, a conversation where I'm being vulnerable and hearing some stuff that I don't want to hear than to be yelling and screaming and have to deal with the shame that comes along with that. Because but by trying to, you rage, a lot of the narcissists try to rage out by to avoid shame. But when they're done raging, it just brings more shame to them. You don't avoid it. You just, you, you're getting in it. You're getting it in a different form. You see what I'm saying? And then the original shame, uh, the original possibility of the shame is still there. So, you know, you have double shame. So it's just, it does narcissistic rage is not worth it to me. I just feel like being in more control of my emotions helps me out so much more than my emotions and my rage helps me out so much more than being, you know, anything else. You know, I tell people, if you're a narcissistic person watching this, be honest with yourself and the person that you're trying to deal with, because if you don't, the rage is going to come and you're going to be embarrassed. And you're gonna, it's a cycle. It's a, it's, it really is a cycle, y'all. 
So you have to empower yourself. You have to stay as strong as you possibly can. You have to be as safe as you possibly can. Because people, they'll, they'll harm you, y'all. If it, if it comes down to it, that narcissistic person or toxic person will harm you to, to protect and preserve themselves. So stay as safe as possible. Um, if you haven't known, like I said, if y'all don't know, the self-love journal uh, is coming soon. I mean, it's not, it's not coming soon. It's already out. This is the official copy of the self-love journal on Amazon right here, y'all. I love me, a self-love journal by Lee Hammock. It is available on Amazon. Search uh, the link is in the description of every video and podcast that I do now, and also you can go on Amazon and search Lee Hammock Self Love. You know, the rage monster, y'all. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.